Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. so much going on in the world right now. You know, I mean, um, I don't like to do it, but sometimes I feel it's my responsibility to see what's up going on in the um, media um, by trying to take a look at the deep down um, nitty gritty of what's going on in our country and in the world. And it gets to be kind of scary. You know, you can either go through life with blinders on and uh, it's a beautiful life right now in in Santa Cruz. You know, it's uh, the sun's out. You know, there's plenty of places to go get some food, even though it's very expensive. Um, And, you know, you can live throughout the day and go to bed happy. But the world is there's a lot going on in the world. And, you know, there's so much stuff going on with our food supply chain. Um, and food is health, right? You are what you eat. Um, in Santa Cruz, we have the luxury of having plenty of, um, organic sources, uh, organic farms, local farms that we can buy from. But we got to realize that it's not necessarily, um, always going to be that way. There's so many powers out there that are trying to uh, buy up the farmland in our country, using up the water supply. Um, foreign countries have huge amount of farm that they're growing alfalfa using our water because it's illegal for them to do it in their country. And it's causing our farmers to lose their water, um, drying up the wells next to these huge um, farms owned by foreign countries. Uh, there's movement to change the types of food we eat. Um, the Some of the new preservatives that they're putting on the outside of foods to make them their shelf life at, last longer are very detrimental. They're, um, they're basically trans fats that a uh, large corporation is now using to put on things like even avocados, organic avocados, and trying to get to our organic food source. That's why buying and shopping local is so important. Um, you know, the, I think that the farmers markets are still the very active and you're going to get the best organic food there. One of the things that's so important is that we protect our internal environment of our body, our organic, um, our, the microbiome in our body. We've been talking about this for four or five years on the show. The hundred, trillion bugs that live in your gut that are digesting all of the food stuff that you put through it, breaking it down into usable portions that our body can digest, like amino acids, fatty acids, vitamins, and minerals 
that and making them um, soluble to our body so we can make fuel out of it and make uh, energy at the cellular level in the mitochondria, which is the um, powerhouse of the cell. So we have 75 trillion cells in our body, human cells, 100 trillion microbiome in our gut. So we have more bugs in our gut than we have human cells. And we have a synergistic relationship with most of them and an antagonistic with some of them, meaning some are good for us and some are bad. If we were to wipe out all of the bad cells, um, bacteria in our body, it's, it would sound like a utopia, but it's actually not a good thing. We need to have um, our bodies got to be in some source of survival and overcoming the environment in order to survive. So it's important that we have the diversity of um, the good and the bad bacteria and, micro, and, and even the flus and virus uh, things that come around, the um, bacteria in the soil, the parasites that our body has to deal with. All of this stuff is the is living kind that works together in this bubble, basically, to move us forward in evolution. And uh, we have, as a, uh, as a group of animals on this planet, basically, um, by introducing the science that we are able to deploy in this world, you know, by messing around with the chemistry of the planet for our convenience um, and for the profit of many at the expense of many. We're changing the environment to a point where there is so much misinformation out there about what's going on on a global basis that Um, most of us are left in the dark thinking everything's fine to wake up to a rude awakening one day. It's as simple as going back several generations or several decades, we were told by the Food uh, and and Drug Administration that the breakfast of champion would be uh, toast, orange juice, and cereal, and with some milk. That would be the breakfast of champion. Now we know that that's a recipe for diabetes. Yet, because we had got uh, so involved in the manufacturing of foods back in those days when I was a kid in the 50s, um, it became a mass product, product type of thing that would allow more distribution for more people, but at the expense of the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that we actually need to survive. So we've come from a point of maybe 6% of us when I was a kid in the 50s and 60s having chronic disease in an early age to um, autoimmune disease at an early to old age. 6% of the kids to over 50% of the kids today have autoimmune diseases of even more than one. And 80% of the uh, adult population are, have some disease diagnosis, if not multiple. So, and it's by design, whether you want to believe it or not, but it goes beyond that. That's where it got us where we are today. What's going to get us where we are tomorrow and in the years to come, if we don't change what's going on in this paradigm that we're in, we have um, 
other countries, we have big business that's going across the um, world and the corporate world industry is more important than <coughs> the um, country itself. So this is where you have the multinational corporations that want don't like what we're doing in this country. So it it is watering down through the politics. I'm not really wanting to be uh, get into politics on this show. However, you know, it's kind of like if you wake up one day and wonder what happened, then uh, shame on you or me. You know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So if for no other reason, I, I would just recommend that you look around, realize that all of the media is owned by the major corporation, the richest corporation in the world, whatever it is. And they all parrot the same information. These guys are, they don't have our individual best interests at heart. They would like to see the middle class of America uh, dampened down so that they can profit more. I mean, how much profit can do you need and at the expense of what and who? And they believe that our population on the planet is too big. There's too many of us. You can... Um, Find the stuff about um, the uh, previous owner of that huge computer industry that is now working in uh, the World Health Organization and what his uh, thoughts are about world population and why the um, the things that we've been putting into our body um, almost forcefully and um, threateningly, the damage that they are doing is coming out so dramatically right now. Even governments are starting to um, apologize for what has been done. Again, I'm not wanting to be political, but I do care for the health of myself, my family, my patients, my community. And um, so I think it's really important that we, we kind of decide where we're going because a lot of little voices going in different directions are not enough to stand up to the tyranny that's coming down that is going to change the way that we even eat the foods that we eat, the, the proteins that we get. Um, the same guy who's, you know, got this huge voice in the world health organization is buying up one of the, I think he's the largest farm land owner in the United States right now. He does not have our best interests at heart. He's um, also the guy that started up the, products that they're putting on these avocados. I'm not sure the name right now. I could find it later. But that are making this avocado look preserved for months rather than the three or four day shelf life that it would have on the when it ripens. And oh gee, it sounds great, but the longer that um food stuff stays there, um it loses its vitality, it loses its freshness, it loses its minerals and vitamin value. And not only that, you're getting the trans fatty acids that are poisoning the cells. Our cells, 75 trillion cells, need good, healthy oils making up the cell wall to allow transmission of the um, vitamins, minerals, and um, energy sources into the cell. 
the S the um, glucose and ketones that are produced by the food we eat gets into the cell wall, goes into the cell, into the mitochondria, and energy is made. And uh, as long as we have enough energy, our body can work on full life support. If uh, some of you are out there probably old enough to remember Star Trek in the old days when, you know, the Klingons were attacking, they would have to put all of the energy towards the front force fields to stop the Klingon attack, and everything else in the ship would go on maintenance or, you know, just whatever they call it. So um, when our body is trying to confront the environment and, and not getting enough energy to produce the, the um, cellular vitality that we need, our body becomes starts to break down. So in the last few shows, I've talked about basically the life cycle. You start at birth, and then you're green and growing and green and growing and green and growing. And then at one point, your body's done growing, and it's trying to survive, trying to survive, trying to survive, succumb, 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 succumb. So it's a nice, nice arch of a cycle of life. Everything in this uh, physical universe has its cycle. You know, even the universe is in its own swirling cycle, moving to some place we know not where they're of yet. And, uh, but the point is that if we were a turn up, there's a life cycle I can't do anything about. You know, there's uh, some of the animals that live out in the wilderness, they just kind of are so used to for years and years and years, you know, birth. Life getting eaten by a tiger and or die of old age. Usually they're succumbed by something else. But when they die, all of their body parts used and put back into nature and reused again. The cool thing about um, Homo sapiens and um, the terrible thing about Homo sapiens is possibly one and the same. We can think. So we produce all of these new useful um, actions that become automations for us, make life easier for us. So our body is, we, is depends, we depend less, less and less on our bodies being able to go out and survive than we would um, since we've learned how to make heaters and, you know, air conditioners and purify water and all that and food sources. Um, cultivating food sources, it's made life a little easier than the hunter-gatherer that we used to be. And um, But we're to a point where we're over the tipping edge, where um, powers that be think that we've expanded across the planet too long, and they're altering at their own discretion and without our knowledge or even um, even the, the news media or our government making us aware of it or allowing us to become aware of it. So our health is going down. Our freedoms are going away. Um, I have a, children. I feel sorry for them and of the them that want to have children. It's going to be a complete different world. The world that we know, the um, this beautiful uh, life that we've had following the freedoms of World War II, where we've been the greatest country in the world, to a point where we're in decline pretty rapidly as a as a civilization in the in America, 
There's the the other countries, the great powers like the Chinese and the Russians and some of the other Middle Eastern countries that their individual citizens care more about their country than we do about ours. We're worried more about ourselves and what we call things than the fact that the only reason that we've been able to do that is because we've had a free society and nobody understands the changes that are going to come and including myself, a president, a few presidents ago said in two weeks, we'll see a fundamental change in the United States. And there was all this happiness and cheering, but we didn't understand what that meant. And we're starting to find it now. The money sources are going to change. They want to go to, um, all digital currency, which they can eventually control. So our freedom as individuals um, to go out and buy what we want, when we want it, wherever we want it, with who we want it, um, can be going away shortly. And once it's gone, it's not going to come back very easily without great sacrifice from, you know, many people. So what I think is important for us to do right now is kind of a, take an assessment of of where you may or may not feel about what I'm saying. And I believe a lot of people who listen to the show are probably on board. Um, but alone together isn't enough. Um, there's so many movements going on. Um, it's just pretty crazy to see the uh, changes that, that we have going on. I mean, just, and a lot of people, including some of my dear friends who are not, uh, they're so comfortable in their comfort zone that they're not willing to look and they've believed the dogma and the press to a point where they don't even see the train coming. You know, they see the light at the end of the tunnel, but they don't realize it's a freight train coming at them. And that's um, very likely the way it is. And boy, I wish it wasn't, but I'd rather know now. I'd rather know now than have wake up with the train already passed me and I'm flattened out like a pancake. So what's this got to do with your health? Really everything. Um, because with what's going on, the amount of stress our body's being put under the tests that they've done with the um, system, uh, systemic um, masking, uh, the cattle drives pushing us this way, that way, forcing us, threatening us to do the things that they wanted us to do uh, for a nothing. Now knowing that the solution that they forced on us is causing much more problem than the problem that we're supposed to solve. And you can start looking this up. It's being uh, reported by many government agencies, many uh, major institutes, some of the, num- some of the leading hospitals or um, uh, studying institutions are saying why weren't why was our voices not heard and then major uh, media sources um deciding what we should listen to or not I, it's just so evil and um i don't ever talk about this but i'm concerned so um i'm going to take just a second this is dr duncan mccollum and i am a chiropractor in town and today was um, we had an amazing busy day today. I'm pre-recording the show. It's Friday, but, uh, cause I have, I'm not av- able to Saturday, but we had so many patients come in today. And the thing that I notice, and all of my staff has been saying this, 
Many of my close friends have been saying this. I've heard it over and over and over again. Do you notice how many people are sick right now? Do you notice how many people are getting diseases right now that it's beyond the pale? More people, I've got, you know, patients that I find out are on life support that normally would not be. And um, not only in our town, but across the country, across the world, they're seeing variations of things that um, are causing this tremendous thing, which goes back to population. And you can find these on the Internet if you look for them. But um, one thing in the meantime, let's get you as healthy as we can, because you need to be able to overcome all of the stresses that your body's already been exposed to, the ones that are in our local environment, Heck, if we were back east, we'd be inundated with so much smoke that it would be like smoking two cigarettes an hour and um, all of the hydrocarbons and the plastics that they're finding in this smoke is ridiculous. And, um, you know, a body that's already relatively toxic is going to succumb and you're going to turn on disease a lot quicker if you're um, already your, your toxic load is already half full. So many times I've talked about that, but um, I, I do need to take a minute and just say, look, this is a McCollum Wellness Radio. We have the TRT machine, the softwave therapy machine in our office. So many people have come in to try it because nothing else is working. Uh, you can try it for $49.99. Now, what's different about my office with the stem cell machine is we will do an examination a consultation and take an x-ray of the area that you think you need this done on. And uh, that's something that we do specifically to find out whether or not this is something that's going to help you. And then we do a, a service on that area. We do one of the stem cell therapy sessions on that area to see if it helps. Because look, we need you walking. We need you being able to carry, uh, do things in your garden, uh, take care of your kids. Uh, you, you don't want to be a burden on yourself right now or a burden on anybody else. So getting yourself as healthy as you can, despite everything else I'm talking about, is paramount. So you can call 831-459-9990 or, or just look up McCollum uh, Chiropractic in Capitola and just mention that you've been listening to the show. We'll do the consultation at absolutely no charge. Two people came in today. Um, and neither one of them were able to get this particular treatment because of medical procedures they'd already had that are contra, contraindicated for us to do it over. But I, there's no charge to find out. And, um, but if we can do a service, it's $49 for an exam, an x-ray of the area of complaint, and a service and a follow-up uh, report on the soonest day we can get you back in to see if it worked. Because if we can get the, if you know, we can help your knees or your elbows, or your shoulders, or your feet or your low back or what have you, um, and it increases your quality of life, right now is the time to do it. I had a patient come in and, and she's a very nice uh, lady. She comes from um, down in the Monterey area, Armel area, to get this treatment because she had heard about it from a friend. And uh, we've helped her a lot. And she came in and she, the other day, she goes, you know, I've done the math. She's in her 60s. She goes, I think I've got about 4,000 days left to live. And I went, wow, 
And I immediately thought of that arch. You start at the bottom, you go up to the top, and you start to succumb. So I did the math on how long I've been alive, and I think it, it turned out being, um, you know, 26,000 days I've been on the planet, and I'm 67, you know, and if I live another 10 years, which would be the average for Americans, and I'm planning on living a lot longer, but the average American uh, lives to be about 73 to 78 men or women. So I got 4,000 days left. You know, what do I want to do with them? How do I want to spend them? Who do I want to spend them with? Do I want to be healthy and happy and be able to enjoy uh, my family and my friends and go see parts of the world I might want to see? Or do I want to be taking medications and being drugged down and unable to move and so swollen that my joints hurt? I choose a former. And, you know, it's, it's something that you can do. You can change your life in a nanosecond by just deciding to do one thing different. I saw a post from somebody the other day that this lady said, okay, wherever you are in your life right now, if you just changed one thing a little bit, what would it be to make your life better? What small thing could you do different to make your life healthier? Could you drink more water? Could you quit eating sugar? Could you quit eating bread with every meal? Could you be nicer to your neighbors? Could you be able to forgive more? You know, anger is one of the biggest killers in our country, not the other person, but you. Because anger is stored in the liver and it manifests in the liver and it shuts your liver down and it creates more inflammation in your body. Arthritis has been said to come in Chinese medicine from, from anger and the liver dysfunction. Types of arthritis, okay? Now, of course, you've got the rheumatoid that comes from viruses and, you know, the medical doctors give you um, whatever they give you for it. But, you know, there's so much that you can do to change your health, and now's the time to do it. So what little thing could you do? Spend 49 bucks on a stem cell treatment. Come on in and try it. Worst thing that happens is that you're the same. And, um, you know, what if it helped change your life, got you out? I have one guy that's a patient that came in. He's walked the John Muir Trail twice, the Colorado Trail one time, which is 400 miles. I envy him because um, doing the John Muir Trails, I've been on my bucket list for quite a while. I still want to do it. Um, you know, and who knows what other trails I'd like to walk on. Happy trails, perhaps. But, um, you know, life is worth living. We get so bogged down with the 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 day so here's something i talk to my staff about we have amazing staff members and we work so hard to help our patients feel comfortable and at home and um you know every once in a while a patient will complain to us about a service they got or something and inevitably as even today this happened last week there, you know, there was a, a, a reason that this occurred. And it wasn't that we weren't trying. It was that the timing was off. The per patient um, was running late. And, um, you know, our office is busy, but we, we try to accommodate everybody as much as we can. Um, but, you know, it comes down to a point where if your goal is to serve people, we want to serve as many people as we can 
as best as we can. It doesn't do me any good to serve one person, you know, except if I'm serving myself. But what good is that? It's not even fun. So uh, it's important for us to be able to work as a team in order to help the individuals that come in our office. But when you run a race, a leg of a race, let's say it's a um, relay and you have four different people running. The first leg does great. Second right leg, great. Third re- leg, they drop the baton. It's a bad handoff, and he's behind, and then he sprains his ankle trying to pick the thing up, and he's not running as well. And he gives it to the fourth leg, who happens to be the fastest man on the field, or person, excuse me, and he is or she is able to win the race or not. So just because we have all these working parts, when you're working with other individuals, we all walk in the door and we try to leave all of that stuff outside so that we can be in here and run every leg of the race as good as we can to help as many people as we can. I had a coach uh, for many years and he would always say, when you come to work, here's what you do. You walk, you get out your door, close the door of your car, walk around the other side open the door, there's a paper bag in there. Take all of the junk, everything that's on your mind, and put it in that bag. Fold the bag three times, set it on the seat, take the seat belt, click it around that bag sitting on the seat, close the door, beep, beep, lock it, and leave it there till you get out of work. So this is doing what you're doing while you're doing it. You know, you you have to be able to have a clear mind to do what you need to do while you're doing it. And it's probably one of the hardest things to do. Distractions are easy. So when we're talking about doing the livingness thing, right, going up that cycle, and then at one point we start to reach our, our peak a lot easy, a lot sooner with athletes. But, you know, we're start, at one point our body and our health and our mind start to go down. Um, and less active, less um, desire to keep going. I think one of the biggest things, there's three things that affect this, the mind, the body, the physical body, and the chemical body. So when you lose your dreams and goals, you're basically losing your life, right? When you cease to dream, you your body is now starting to succumb. And because the the dreams and goals create hormone a hormone effect in your body, they create excitement. They secrete secrete um, the endocrine system will secrete the dopamine and the serotonin and the oxytocin and the various other feel good transmitters that shuts down the the pain transmitters and it shuts down the um, harmful inflammatory. Uh, chemicals that are created in the body that cause the liver and the kidney and the lungs to work harder to detoxify your body. And it puts less strain on your heart because your endocrine system, you've got horsepower. It's like, you know, the gas with tectoline in it. You know, it was that added thing that gives you that little boost. And it's amazing. That little boost can be a placebo effect. We know so much in, in uh, healthcare systems that the placebo effect plays a huge role in 
healing. And we've seen this over and over and over again in studies. But you can create that placebo effect yourself by the vitamin G intake. And I've talked about this before. Vitamin G, it's abundant everywhere you look. Uh, it's the biggest efficiency in our bodies and in our person right now. So um, vitamin G source is something that you have at your fingertips. It's available to you. It's called vitamin G for gratitude. And you need to be grateful in order to uh, appreciate things. And um, the whole time, the first part of the show, I was talking about some stuff that's pretty scary going on with our world. All of Canada's on fire. Um, you know, whatever's going on with the world powers kind of simmering behind the lines, money's going here and there. And, you know, it's not the way it was uh, when Ronald Reagan was in power. So things have developed, plans have been placed for for decades to uh, get to a point w- which it looks like we might be nearer to. But if you are going to survive at all, you're going to do it because you as an individual have created in yourself the desire to do just that. You need help. You need gratitude from your friends. You need help from your Friends, and you need to know how to keep your body healthy. Excuse me, healthy. Um, in my bathroom, I've been meaning to bring this in um, for many shows, and I forgot, but I have it today. And this sits in the bathroom of my office, and it's a poster, and it says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And this is by Benjamin Franklin. That's a quote by Benjamin Franklin. Okay, an ounce of uh, Preservation is worth an ounce of cure. And by the way, Benjamin Franklin was one of the most well-studied individuals. There's a term for it. I can't remember what it is. But when somebody who's well-read on many subjects for the times, he's was one of the most revered individuals, not for just flying a kite, but for understanding the humanities, understanding all the way back to um, Aristotle and, you know, uh, Plato and all of that stuff and bringing it forward and mixing it in with the knowledges of the different <laughs> societies and uh, civilizations that have come and gone. So, you know, that comment, an ounce of prevention that's worth a pound of cure, has a lot, carries a lot of weight. Um, the poster goes on to say, and this is, you know, that we take in the United States, 50 to 70% of all the drugs made in the world, and we're only 4% of the world population, and it's 50 to 70, depending on which um, article you pay attention to. But this says, an individual <coughs> says, I take codeine for the migraines I now have. There is side effect from the Ativent I take in the morning to stop vomiting. I have from the Lequesta I take for sleepiness from the Valium I take from the excessive agitation I have from the Zolt, from the Zoltron. I take for the bloating, gassy feeling and diarrhea I have caused by the Alley. I take for the uncontrollable weight gain I got from the Limbertrol. I take for the chronic fatigue. I have as a side effect of the Bistolic. I take for my high blood pressure, which developed from the ibuprofen I take 
for my occasional headache. So, you know, sorry I read it so haphazardly, but, you know, it's true. We take so many medications that cause other problems that cause other problems that cause other problems. Nothing's getting to the source. Um, and then it says, because a well-balanced lifestyle of exercise regular, um, regularly, eating healthily and keeping my spine and nervous system healthy by seeing a chiropractor was just too much of a hassle. So, you know, um, I had an interesting conversation with a couple in the last couple days. Um, the female came in, uh, because of some problems that she was having with her health. And, uh, she was in her, um, several decades. So I think in her early sixties or seventies. And as we talked, um, her husband had a lot of questions and he was a, a couple, a, little, was a bit older. And, um, he had, they come in specifically for the stem cell machine to try to help with her condition. And um, when they came back, um, she'd had some marginal results with it. Um, so I asked if they minded if I went over the x-ray results that I had and try to make some sense of it. So we were working on one of her lower extremities um, and it didn't make much change. But when we looked at the lower lumbar spine, which are the nerves that come out of the back and go down there, there was quite a bit of issues. And I could see a little bit of a light go off, but he had made a comment I heard earlier about, you know, never being to a chiropractor. And I could tell by the way he said it that he didn't really know much or care about us or didn't think it would be an option. And I'm fine with that. You know, I'm not here to force chiropractic down anybody's throat but i am here doctor means teacher and i've been taught by some of the best chiropractors around and so we talked for a while and you know then he told me that um somebody in his earlier life had been going to a chiropractor because her mother wanted her to go and she had gone for a while and then the problem did not resolve and it ended up she went to a medical doctor and they found out that she'd had a tumor and that, you know, chiropractors in that case weren't going to fix this condition. And I listen, I go, yeah, I totally understand. I agree with you. You know, that's not chiropractic. What we do is we find nerve interference, remove it so the body can heal itself. Um, you know, there's other things that need to be taken care of sometimes. And, you know, he, I think, appreciated me talking about that. And he goes, well, if we were to consider chiropractic, you know, wouldn't she have to go forever? And I went, ah, interesting. You know, that's the four things that we hear about chiropractic for years. Um, does it hurt? Does it cost a lot? Do you have to go forever? And um, is it scientific? So, and I mentioned that to him, and he kind of shook his head. And I mentioned, by the way, do you know that chiropractic started in 1895 with a, a guy named Dee Dee Palmer in Iowa? And he kind of said, well, maybe. And I go, and he goes, well, why don't the medical profession, or I grew up not believing that chiropractic was educational and stuff. And I went, well, that's very interesting. It all started with the Rockefellers. And he goes, right? And I go, in 1910 to 1920, he goes, yep. So he knew this information. And I go, so you know that prior to Rockefeller 
taking over the AMA in the early part of the 1900s, there were 180 homeopathic colleges in the United States. He goes, yep. I go, do you know that Rockefeller had them all closed down? And I go, "Uh uh-huh. Or he goes, "Uh uh-huh. I said, do you know that chiropractic was was discovered even 15 years before that? Yes. And that many chiropractors went to jail for practicing their art. Um, and that Rockefeller funded the uh, medical colleges, in fact, started them and funded many of them, and said, I will give you funding for your school as long as you teach the criteria that we want you to teach. This guy goes, yeah. And I go, okay. So there was a time where osteopathy, which are bone osteopaths, um, and chiropractors, neither one of them prescribed medication. He goes, okay, I didn't know that. And I go, well, yeah, the AMA came to the osteopaths who were an adversary in the uh, 60s and basically made an agreement that they could put an MD after their name if they wanted to prescribe medication. Now, from an organization that never um, prescribed medication up to that point um, and being, for whatever reasons they decide to do it, whether it was to overcome the force of potentially being wiped out by the same guy that wiped out almost every individual oil producing um, uh, individual small company in the country. And as Rockefeller took over all of the, he wiped out just about any independent guy and took it all over, monopolized it until the Sherman Antitrust Act came about. But so, um, At any rate, he, uh, what Rockefeller basically shut down all of those schools. Well, chiro, so the, uh, osteopaths decided to go that route. Chiropractic didn't want to do it. We said as a group back then, no, we're not going to prescribe drugs. We believe that the power that made the body healed the body. The greatest physician that ever lived lives inside of you. We just need to remove the interference so the body can do what it needs to do to heal itself. So since we were unwilling to succumb to the pressure, they decided to, um, the next thing to do was to destroy our organization. And so they decided to first contain and then eliminate chiropractic from the United States. And this gentleman was listening. And I said, so there was a, a smear campaign that went on for years called the Committee of Quackery, where the um, powers in the AMA and the press and all of those cohorts went about slandering chiropractors, putting them in jail. By the, by the 50s, we weren't being put in jail anymore. It was the 20s and um, <clears throat> 100 years ago. So one day, a pile of, of Stack of papers ended up with the AMA signature or uh, emblem on the top of it on a particular chiropractor's desk named Chester Wilkes. And all of these documents implicated the AMA for first trying to contain and eliminate chiropractors from the United States. See, these documents were available, but only because a whistleblower from the AMA took them and put them on the doorstep of, of Chester Wilkes. So, the documents were there. They just were not being able to be found by the right people. Sound familiar? At any rate, 
Dr. Welks and four other chiropractors started a 20-year lawsuit against the, the incredibly powerful money, no questions asked, powerful AMA. And the, chiro- the meager chiropractic profession donated here and there as they could to help this trial go on. And um, when it was, when I was in chiropractic school, this trial was going. And, uh, you know, I sitting there going, God, if we lose this case, we might, I might not even have a profession after going through everything I had to do to even learn to read, to be able to get through school and all the other problems I had. What was going to happen? Well, finally, this case went all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And in 1990 or 1989, thereabouts, the U.S. Supreme Court found the AMA first guilty of trying to contain, then eliminate chiropractic from the United States. They were going to destroy us. They didn't want us around. They wanted to wipe out the competition. They wanted a one-world medical field. Sound familiar? So, but because of that incredible dur- durability of, an, of a body of individuals who cared enough to endure destruction to help preserve an art that helps the body heal itself, chiropractic was was uh, continued. So, and you know what? It was really interesting because out of many, many chiropractors, only a few donated money. And a lot of the chiropractors and even in the schools now are teaching more of a medically aligned um, physical therapy model than the model that corrective care chiropractors do, which I'm one of, and there's a couple of us in town that look to not just treat symptoms, but find the upstream cause of your problem and get the innate intelligence so unencumbered that your body's immune system can um, overcome the environment to a point where you can enjoy your life. And now that we know about the ability of a sentient being to be able to set higher and higher goals and not just go down the other side to red, ripe and rotting, right and ropping dead, but to go forward and keep things going to a point to where, like George Burns, one day you don't wake up at 105, martini in one hand, cigar in the other, not that I'm advocating either, but some people have the ability to survive a lot better than others, and George Burns was one of them. Right now, so many young people are dying. The, the um, uh, miscarriage rate in this country is uh, up by many hundreds of times, um, and it's all in a certain class of people. I'll let you figure that out. The um, cardiomegaly, heart, the enlarged heart things that people are either being put in the hospital from or dying from is up. Hugely, and now that the truth is coming out, they're really spotting where that comes from. The chronic diseases are much more rampant. It gets back to how I started the show about what would happen if our population went down rather than up. And you might want to look up that individual who I'm talking about. And if you don't know who it is, give me a call and I'll tell you. I just don't like to be political, but I do care about my patients. And I believe that your health is 
so dependent on your understanding of your environment. <clears throat> because if we can survive our environment, we can live a happy, healthy life. Well, our environment is not just the city we live in or the block we're in anymore. It's and has always been the world and the galaxy and the universe. But what's going on in the world right now is going to have a much bigger impact, much bigger impact than um, just what it's what's it's had because of these different huge, powerful things that are greedy, in my opinion, and they're operating not in our best interest. Let me just put it that way. So the thing that you should do is get yourself as healthy as you can, because, you know, that's the only way that you're going to survive is your body's ability to endure. So, again, our office is designed to help your immune system work better, your innate intelligence work better. You should come in for the $49 special because it's $49 and it's special. If no other reason, we'll do a stem cell treatment on you and find out whether or not we can help you become healthier. So often people come in for one thing and we find a plethora of things that we can help them with. One lady came in, just talked to her today. We're working on her Achilles heel. And uh, she's been a runner her whole life. And the Achilles heel's been, she's had surgery on one side, doesn't want surgery on the other. And so we are helping her uh, get that handled via the stem cell machine, which has been increased blood flow, new healthy cells in there, and increase the um, health of the scar tissue in there. So um, anyway, uh, the other day she's leaving and she goes, you know what? I got to tell you something. I came in here for my ankle, but... I'm not getting headaches anymore. And it's like, huh? She goes, well, I'm getting chiropractic for my whole spine because when you did an evaluation, we decided to take x-rays of my spine and um, because I want to be as healthy as I can be for as long as I can be. And looking inside and seeing what the structure looks like is so vital that we did that. And we've been adjusting her neck. Dr. Taylor's been adjusting her. And she goes, I would get headaches every two weeks, and they were very, very uncomfortable. I had to take medication for them. But, you know, I just realized since I've been coming here, which is about three months now, I haven't had a headache. Wow, interesting, isn't it? That is so cool. It happens all the time. People don't realize these symptoms go away till they realize one day, huh, I haven't had that for a while. It's pretty cool. So, um I just encourage you to, right now, you know, this week, give us a call because uh, things aren't getting better any faster out there. They're getting a lot worse, a lot quicker. And the sooner you're able, the better off you are. Your digestive system is completely run by your nervous system. The microbiome live and die based on what your body, how well they can fight off the bad ones. That has to do with your nervous system. We might have to deal with some of the bad chemistry, the heavy metals, molds. Those poor people on the East Coast that are breathing all of those fumes are being loaded up with poison. That poison gets into the lungs, from the lungs to the bloodstream. From the bloodstream, the liver and kidney do their best to filter it out. Just like a vacuum cleaner, pretty soon that filter is going to be clogged and you're not going to be able to um, handle it. And if you're already three sheets to the wind before 
this happens, you're going to have many more health issues occur. So get yourself as healthy as you can now. I brought in another poster from my office, and it's in the front room, and it says, do you know you can you can go three minutes without air, three weeks without food, three days without water, but your body can't go three seconds without a nervous system. Subluxation equals nerve interference. Chiropractors remove, remove nerve subluxations. It's that simple. Have you been checked for subluxation, for nerve interference? You should be. Right now is more vital than ever before. You need to have your body healthy, and we are potentially the ones that can help you. I had to refer uh, three patients out today. Two people were not, right? Well, all three of them, one of them had gone through some care, but he needed more than we could provide for him, and I I knew there was a better, a better doctor. We'll always refer you if we think you need that. In fact, I'm going to always refer you to the best physician who ever lived, and that's the innate intelligence that lived inside of you. Your innate intelligence is smarter than anything. Trust it. Unencumber it. Free it up to think for itself. You will be happier and healthier when your body can eliminate its own toxins. Um, the nervous system is working. Your digestive system is working, and that you might need help with. The nerves control it. Hormones come out of your brain. Your endocrine system tell make you happy or sad, make you excited or in apathy. And uh, so I hope you, you enjoyed the show today. Sorry I got off of my beaten path, but I have to say it. You guys have to take a look and get out of their, your bubble and look and see what's going on in the world. Look where you wouldn't look normally. Look in a different box and see what you come up with. So this is Dr. Duncan McCollum. Appreciate everybody at KSCO, uh, 459-9990, 831-459-9990. Dr. McCollum out. We'll see you next week. Thank you. What goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.